she cheated on me. So I had a threesome with her ex-boyfriend and the male mistress. But now I think I'm in love with both of them. Okay, so we've had messy, messy, messy relationship stories on this podcast. Oh, this is the messiest. To clear up any confusion, I am a bisexual man. And I'd love to share this story because I'm very proud of it. Yeah. A few years ago, my ex-girlfriend cheated on me with another guy. Sad. Bad. She then had the audacity to tell me that if I was a grown-up, that I could deal with it. And she hopes we could still be friends. But she's lost any feelings for me. And is fully in love with this new guy. Oh my god! Oh yeah, very mature way to <laughs> to tell your 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 boyfriend that you've been cheating on him. Like literally, could you not just no break empathy. up first? Yeah, come on, God. If she hadn't said that, I probably wouldn't have made this plan. Ooh. But now I had to teach her a valuable lesson because this guy he's he's not he's not getting revenge. He's no. educating. That is right. Mm-hmm. Sit down. Class is in session. I was in a depressed state for a long time and couldn't bring myself to delete her number. And she thought I was her friend now. So she started to send me pictures of her and her new boyfriend. Stop it. With laughing emojis. No. With laughing emojis? No, she's laughing in her face. Oh my. He's, she's laughing in his face. God. She didn't even care about how much she had hurt me. Wow. And then, one fateful day, John. Oh. While I went through Tinder... I found someone who looked quite familiar. Her new boyfriend. Oh, of course, I wouldn't tell her that her new boyfriend is on Tinder. Mm-mm. In fact, I just went and matched with him, Ooh. which was quite surprising because I thought he was straight. Ooh, but hey, that didn't Poppy. stop me from starting a conversation. Bisexual Poppy was good. A steamy conversation. He didn't know who I was. She never told him. She... She never told him she was in a relationship while she was flirting with him. But this was perfect. We had longer conversations, and he told me more and more about himself. Over the weeks, we learned about each other. And now, I had a master plan. Oh, God. This is so devious. I suggested that we could meet up with each other at a bar. He agreed. Keep in mind, he was still in a relationship with my ex-girlfriend at the time. What is with all these people, man? Yo, yo the, the statistic, 50% of men cheat in a relationship and 25% of women cheat in a relationship. And so now, and, and then it's, now that the, the, the bisexual component is there. Oh, oh, wow. There's just more options to cheat with. Whoa. Well, we went to the bar and we had a great time. Mm. And one date became, and one date Became two dates, became three dates, became many more dates. Dang. It took a few months, but then I got him to the point where he developed feelings for me. Oh, my God. And I was his sexy, smutty affair. Oh, God. What he didn't know. What he didn't know, John. I got in contact with my girlfriend's former ex-boyfriend as well. Why did he break up with her? You asked, John. Well, he broke up with her because he came out as gay. I was in contact with both guys, the ex-boyfriend and the current boyfriend. In our conversations with my new boyfriend, we talked about our sexual desires, and he told me that he always wanted to have a threesome. So I suggested one with who other than the gay ex-boyfriend. Bro, the the, the chances. The chances. Insane. The odds are off, off the charts, ladies and gentlemen. 
I knew he was his type because we kind of look alike and he had feelings for me. So I asked the gay ex-boyfriend if he wanted to become the third. And to my surprise, he said, yes. Wow. You got you got to give it up for the pure, like the execution here. Dude, the execution is flawless. Incredible. Like yeah. you, you need to run some Fortune 500 company because. <laughs> but incredible. wait, John, it gets crazier. Oh, God. I'm honestly still surprised how all of this worked out without her noticing. But it did. And then the day of the threesome occurred. And that's when I decided to go nuclear. He hasn't gone nuclear yet. He's going nuclear right now. Do it in front of her. The two guys came to my apartment. I led them to the bedroom and they started talking to each other, making small talk with their big cocks. While they talked, I took a selfie from a safe distance. Close enough that she could see their faces, but far enough away that they wouldn't notice. Oh, I see. Then the action started. Of course I won't go any of course I won't go into any details here. But god damn did I enjoy myself Ooh, more than anything in the world. Oh my god. A few gosh. days after I told him how a few days after this I told him that now that I granted him the wish of the free A few days later after I told him that now that I granted him the wish of a threesome I wanted something in return. I told him that I don't want to be an affair any longer. I told him, hey, I have feelings for you and that you should break up with her or I will break up with him. Oh, it's an ultimatum, baby. Wow. If, if for a second I thought, wait, so does she know? She doesn't know yet. What? Wow. 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 I knew it was hardcore manipulative. But I had a plan, and I had full control over him. He was my puppet, and I could do whatever I wanted. Jeez. So guess what he did, John? Tell me, Sam. He broke up with her, and it gets worse. He threw her out. Oh, she was living with him. They were living together. Oh, my God. I even got him to move out of his apartment and move in with me, meaning she lost both her home and her boyfriend. Wow. And the story could have ended here and it would be crazy. But it doesn't stop. No, no. What? Because after she texted me as a friend. Oh. And said with crying emojis that her boyfriend dumped her and that she regrets leaving me and that she just wants me back. Oh. I then said, wait, your boyfriend? Are you talking about this guy? And I sent her the selfie I took. Bro, the selfie, not only with that boyfriend, but her ex-boyfriend as well. Oh, my. She gosh. called and texted me several times, but I ignored her. And my plan was almost successful. There were only th- there were only three things left that I had to do. He wasn't done. <laughs> there were three things left. There's three things. left. My God, this man is, is like an assassin or something. The first. Yeah. Was I told her mother with receipts who hates infidelity more than anything because her father cheated on her mother with another woman. Oh, my God. You could say like father, like daughter. Her mother was angry, but thanked me for telling her. And from what I've heard, her mother cut ties with her. But I admit that I don't know if it actually happened. And I don't think that it happened, but it would be funny if it was true. The second thing I did was dumping him. Oh, because unfortunately for him, although he was hot as hell, he was a dirty cheater, too. (laughs) And I hate infidelity as well. 
The last thing I did was I went out with the gay ex-boyfriend. And after a few dates, we got together. And I'm happy to say we're officially a couple. In the end, I destroyed... In the end, I destroyed both her and the guy she cheated on me with. But I couldn't be more proud of myself. <laughs> Man. Uh, wow. I am speechless. This, this man is the most devious, deviant degen Yo, that has ever They call ever this breathed. subreddit nuclear revenge for a reason. I'm reporting my sister-in-law to the police for child endangerment, but I was not ready for what my family did next. So this is me, 25 male, my brother Jack, 27 male, and his wife, 25 female. It all started when Jack and Jill got Perego. They went up that hill. They created a baby hill. Their lease was almost over and my parents invited them to stay at our house. The day they came back, Jack asked me why I haven't moved out of my room yet. I was confused like WTF. He told me that he and Jill will be at my room and that I need to go to the guest room. Stupid. I refused, but my parents got mad and got into a big fight and I lost and ended up in the much smaller guest room. Then his wife Jill had a problem with my cooking. I eat scrambled eggs with mozzarella and avocado every Every day for breakfast. But Jill said she could not stand the smell. That smells so good. She asked me to stop. I refused. And then my parents got involved. And then I did have to stop. There was problems with other food I liked too. And I had to stop cooking that as well. What can the man eat? Yeah. Let him eat. I was told that I must be more accommodating because she is pregnant. Like that is my problem. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. Then Jill started to boss me around. We were alone for eight hours while my parents and Jack worked. She obviously thought I was going to be her personal maid. I refused and she threw a temper tantrum like always. And I again had a big fight with Jack and my parents. And I was then told that she has a high risk pregnancy and was on bed rest and that I'm an a-hole for not agreeing to help her. Okay. Like I understand, you know, you want to make sure the pregnant woman is safe yeah. and not stressed. But man's got to eat. He's got to eat. No, he has to starve. You're, you're, he has you're, to starve. you're taking every food group away from this poor soul. His food pyramid is empty. <laughs> you, know, you know, his lack of food will will build a resilience within him. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm channeling my, dead. my I'm channeling my inner Reddit logic. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. He's, he's intermittent fasting. Yeah, there, there, there we go. go. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Read Tim to Ferris. <laughs> yeah, That's read the Tim solution. Tim Ferris. Read the four hour body. So everyone thinks. I'm an a-hole for not helping her. So I told Jack that he's the one that knocked her up. It's your responsibility. I mean, true. This is true. true. He's spitting facts. I stood my ground and in the end, Jill's cousin came to help her on the occasion. Then Jill gave birth to my nephew. I congratulated them when they came home and that is it. <laughs> bro, he's, he is so salty. So it's amazing. Salty, it's bro. amazing. But when you um, can't have that delicious food... <laughs> You know, you got to get something. that sodium somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I don't like babies, so I just keep to myself now. But that doesn't stop Jill from asking for favors. Please watch the baby while I take a quick shower or please watch it while I make himself some food, etc. I always refuse it. <laughs> Damn. Right. It's, it's, it's a bit intense. It's a bit intense. Fuck this baby in <laughs> yeah. particular. Actually. And we have new fights now all the time over and over. It all came to a head last Friday when she asked me to watch my nephew while she goes to the pharmacy for baby formula. I refused. <laughs> she got mad and we started having a fight. She grabbed her purse to start leaving anyways. And I told her 
that the moment she walks out the door, I'm going to call the police on her for child endangerment. Yo, that's a bit much. It's <laughs> a bit much, right? He's like so just like, that is so anti-baby and just like this couple. Dude, I, I, yo, 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 it's time to move out, fam. It's oh, get your own place. Big time. Like, I, f- I feel for him, but like this, he's going a get a too far. Yeah. Too far. Now, I was serious. And she knew it. That's how bad it is. Like, she knows that he's going to call the Yo, police she, on her. Uh, you're, you're being an asshole. Dude. Dude. She broke down and screamed what a horrible human being I am and then ran to her room and had a complete mental breakdown. <laughs> Damn. Good God. Yo. When Jack and my parents came home, we had the biggest fight yet. Jack accused me of hating Jill and my nephew, among other things. I told him I refused to bond with them because they will weaponize my nephew against me. OP, you sound fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, you sound crazy, bro. My parents told me enough is enough that they can't believe they've raised such a selfish human being and that I can either help or move out. I'm yeah, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I am thinking the second option. And quick edit. I work from home and pay for 50% of all household expenses, including the mortgage. Jack and Jill do not contribute to any expenses. All right. Well, it's very simple. Take that money that you're contributing and get yourself an apartment. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. This is pointless. OP is for sure the a-hole, right? This is point- yes. OP, yeah, OP like is the a-hole. A thousand percent. OP, what are you doing? What are the comments on this one? Yeah, I was curious. So Also, ha- guys, what do you think? Is OP being oh, an a-hole? Yeah. Like, like, for sure, right? We, we, we got to see what you guys say on this. So based on OP's response, Jill doesn't want to parent her all day. They pay nothing towards the house and treat OP like crap. In your shoes, OP, I might maybe sometimes watch the kid while the parent grabs a shower. I would not, however, be free in-house babysitting under circumstances barring with genuine emergency. The way they seem to treat you, though, I can't say I blame you for refusing outright. As long as this has been made clear to everyone, OP is not the a-hole. I think I think I think OP is being. I think Reddit always sides with poster. But I think I think OP's probably being a little bit of an a-hole. Yeah. 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 My brother slept with my girlfriend, so I'm canceling my daughter's wedding. I'm 46 male, and my brother is 48 male. When I was 20, my then-girlfriend cheated on me with my brother. I was heartbroken and pissed. I told him he is no longer my brother. Despite my request, my family didn't cut him off, so I told him that I will never again be in the same place he is. If the family wishes to invite both of us, then they should just invite him as I'm the one giving the ultimatum. I think that's fair. I think if you're going to be like unreasonable and be like I'm cutting him off from everything, yeah. you shouldn't insist that he's not going to be invited. My daughter is getting married in spring next year and in our culture, both parents are paying for the wedding 50-50. <laughs> Unexpectedly, my daughter sat me down and told me that she will be inviting my brother and his family. He married my cheating ex. Oh, wait. I didn't realize that. He married the cheating ex. Oh, God. So that means that he would always have to see him at events that, that makes, makes so sense. much more sense yeah. god damn that's like a knife every time you see him i can understand because it's like the old, it's yeah. one thing to cheat and then it just like like they like they cheat once and then they never see each other again or they cheat and like they're unhappy but to be happy with the person you cheat bad 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 yikes because then you know like it's not like a um like oh maybe there was just some attraction but no feelings so that's like they had feelings for your brother. It's like the double attraction. You yeah, know? literally. Versus yeah. just like a sexual attraction. Like, yeah. Oh, it's a one-time thing, time. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like 
It's like, I didn't love you. Yeah. I loved your brother. Like yeah. the, the better version of the genetics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're cool, but like your brother's better. So I hate you. Goodbye. <laughs> is it an older brother or a younger brother? Because if it's an older, I feel like it, uh, makes it worse. It is older brother. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yikes, bro. Yeah, that, because that's like oh, you're like you like you look up to your older brother. Yeah. Oh man. Now apparently, my daughter was seeing them for the last four years and built a relationship with them behind my back. With with the brother, right. the cheating brother. It's like the daughter's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is the kick in the gut. She even wants the cousin from the cheaters to be some kind of flower girl. Uh, so they had a kid. Yeah. And they want the kid to be a flower girl. Part of me thinks, though, that kids shouldn't be punished for the wrongdoing of the parents. True. True, but I then... Agree. then, it, it's, yeah. it's kind of messed up. I'm like, yeah. absolutely hold a grudge against yeah, those yeah, two yeah. people, but like, she kid. should not be able to have a relationship with her cousin because her parents. Oh, relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Needless to say, I was pissed. And I told her what my boundaries are, and if my brother is invited, then I will not pay for any part of the wedding. My daughter became angry and told me that it's time to let go of the past. I told her it's not her call to make. We argued some more and she told me that I was making her wedding about myself and I told her I will probably not even attend so it will be all about her. She left crying. She has a point. That's kind of, yeah, because you got to think too. So like this happened. Yeah. You obviously met her mom. Mm-hmm. They got they got together. Yep. They had a kid. Yep. This kid is old enough, and now they're getting married. Like yeah. it's it's been a, it's been a while. Like can you just like passed. like even if she was trying to get married right at eighteen? It's yeah. Over, it's twenty six years yeah. has passed. Oh, okay, I was gonna say it's got twenty six years. Twenty six years. Yo, get over it. Yeah, that's. I mean, I would I would be like, this is your daughter's wedding. This is her day. She, she can invite who she wants and you don't have to like them or interact or anything, yeah. but like this is her day and it's been 26 years. I mean, is there like, like 26 years feels like more than enough time to try like, like for, for the family's sake, yeah. yeah. Like try to mend things. What's like the minimum amount of time. I think he probably like could have easily gotten away with a good five years, five years. honestly on that, mm -hmm. especially considering that they have a, have a child. Yeah. Yeah. They that's very easily crazy. Gotten away with. Yeah. yeah. I think like a little yeah. over an election cycle and then you should be over it. Yeah. yeah. Biden's out, <laughs> brother's yeah. in. Yeah, I think anything under five years would have been such a like, you know, four to five yeah. years. Like if you were trying to push it that soon, I would you would have been the asshole for pushing that. Yeah. But yeah. At this point, it's like. But 26? Uh, I don't know. So my ex-wife called me screaming and told me I'm a huge a-hole and our daughter is crushed. Then my parents called and said the same thing. I told them off, and now I'm ignoring all of their calls. My girlfriend told me to reconsider and apologize, but I said, I'm breaking up with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Full throttle. <laughs> Fuck everyone who wants this. She said that by not paying and attending, I will break the relationship with my daughter. Yeah. So true. I don't know. I think my boundaries should be respected. Am I the a-hole for that? What do we think? Oh, absolutely. Like my dad could get in a serious car crash the night before and I would move the wedding to the hospital with a few close yeah. friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. important it would be to me to have my mom. I mean, uh, uh, my dad and my mom and like mm -hmm. those immediate family members there. I feel like you don't need to have a relationship with them, but you don't need to be hurting other relationships. Yeah, yeah. Process. 
I totally agree. Like maybe let it go so you can have a relationship with your daughter and your rest of your family. Yeah. Find some covert nuclear revenge and just do that. <laughs> or it never can be traced back to you. Do that and then call it good. And then put a story on nuclear revenge. Ooh. And then we read that. <laughs> I accidentally revealed that my boyfriend's mom isn't actually his real mom, and then it gets worse. How does it get worse? <laughs> Obligatory, this story actually happened about a year ago. I, 18 female at the time, was dating a boy named Jacob, 18 male at the time. His father, early 60s, was a mechanic, and his mom, mid-50s, was a stay-at-home mom. They're your typical white suburban family in the South, and I asked Jacob if they could meet me even though we had only been dating a month. Hey, parents. At the dinner, I met his mom, dad, and older brother, older sister, and her newborn daughter. The dinner went well, and I was chatting about my volunteer work at my college's blood drive, to which his father explains that his doctor told him he was O negative and a universal blood donor. My boyfriend mentions he is also O, but his siblings casually mentioned they are both AB. I don't think anything of it because my boyfriend had mentioned that his mom was married once before and was widowed. The following conversation went like this. Me. Oh, that's really cool. You're a really rare blood type. If you don't mind me asking, is your mom's blood type A and your dad's B or is your dad's A and your mom's B? Older sister. Uh, what do you mean? He's O, gesturing to my boyfriend's father. Me. Oh, I know. I was just asking about your biological father, but of course you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Uh... You just walked into some family drama that you can't back out of right here. I noticed his mom get really pale. And in that moment, I knew I fucked up. Oh, God. Older brother. What do you mean biological father? Me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. Jacob's dad got real quiet and was looking directly into his wife's face. He knew instantly. I look over to Jacob, who I think was starting to put the full picture of what was happening together. Jacob's dad. Are you saying that they're not my biological kids? Because my wife swore up and down in marriage counseling. By marriage counseling, they mean the pastor. That they were my kids and that she would never cheat on me. Yeah, it turns out she never had any kids from a previous marriage. Oh. Jacob's mom. I would never cheat on you. Older sister and older brother are your kids. Jacob's dad. OP, why do you think... They're not my kids. And honestly, blood is one way, but the other way, he should have just used public data check. Honestly, like you can see people's real name, court records, and even other family members. Yeah. And so if you want to look someone up that's a little suspicious, go to publicdatacheck.com. Stay safe or check our link in bio. So what happened next? So this is what OP says. I tried to excuse myself because it was very clear that the cat was out of the bag. Yoinks. And with a quick Google search for my boyfriend, he starts cussing out his mom. Dude, this dinner, this like nice little family dinner has unraveled. Can you imagine? And you're, you're like an 18 year old kid. Like it's it's already nerve wracking meeting the parents. And yeah. then you cause this? The divorce. You, oh, you, you literally. Yeah. Oh my it's like, God. you know how like, it's like the parents are like, Hey, like child, you're not the reason for our divorce. You know, mommy and daddy just have some issues. Oh, he's the reason. You're the reason. You're the reason. I tried to excuse myself because it was very clear that the cat was out of the bag. And with a quick Google search from my boyfriend, he starts cussing out his mom. She starts to sob and apologize over and over again. And I am forced to explain ninth grade biology to his father about the fact that the only kids he could have produced were with the blood type O, A, or B, but absolutely not AB. 
Jacob was the only one with the possibility of being his son. And the possibility. I know. Only the <laughs> That's possibility. That's even crazier. That's sad. They what all start screaming at one another. Anymore. Older sister eventually leaves because her newborn is screaming too. Oh, she's a kid. Oh, God. Hopefully it's hers. His mom goes <laughs> and locks herself in the bedroom. His older brother follows her screaming, asking, who is the real father? My boyfriend is trying to figure out if his dad still wants to be their father. I eventually have a friend come pick me up. We broke up shortly after, but not after figuring out that none of the kids produced from the marriage were his. Oh! They found out via paternity tests for sure when just kids and they were divorced happily ever after. Wow. I mean, that's just so upsetting. To your 18-year-old kid, you realize that your dad was not your real dad. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, would you? Would you break up? With with someone for causing my parents divorce, <laughs> it's not her fault. I, it's I, not her fault. Hey, if she's great, like I, I don't, I don't think I would. I mean, also this puts stress on a relationship for sure. Oh, yeah, right. and I, I can't imagine like the girlfriend would have a great relationship with the mom after. <laughs> Like you literally <laughs> up my whole life. Yeah, I'm bullet dodged, honestly. My wife was too fat, so I'm divorcing her. But as I was leaving her, I couldn't believe what she said. So before I get called an a-hole, let me explain. See, I love my wife. I think she's incredibly beautiful, even more so after she gave birth to our son three years ago. The problem is that she has put on a good amount of baby weight and never lost it. She instead started to gain more weight and was overall pretty depressed. I initially assumed it was postpartum depression and suggested she go to therapy for it. She went to therapy and got some antidepressants and it took her a while to find the right ones and she's been fine mentally since she found them. Physically, it's a different story. <laughs> she continued over the past three years to gain weight. The problem isn't anymore that I'm not attracted to her, but that she will pass away if she continues to gain weight. She's currently 5'2 and about 260 pounds and has a BMI of close to 50. 5'2? I don't know what I can do. I feel like I've tried everything. I've asked her to go with the gym with me, go on a diet with me, not buy fast food, have some active hobbies. She's turned down every single one of these ideas. What it, Yo, yeah. babe, I got a really great date idea. <laughs> Let's go eat celery sticks on a, on a five on a five k, babe. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> babe! Let's go to the grocery store, but carry me on your back. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's David Goggins. Yeah. If his wife was ever 5'2 five two. Five two and 620 pounds. I feel like I don't have any choice but to give her an ultimatum. Yikes. Yo. Good gravy. Either she genuinely tries to lose weight or I leave. I can't watch the woman I love and mother of my child slowly kill herself. I don't want to be the dude who gives an ultimatum, but I see no other choice. I guess I just want to ask if I'm being an a-hole, if there's any other way I could go about this. There is so many other ways to How go about this. I have like this. a legit conversation. First. Literally a legit, like, like that's numero uno. Yeah, have a legit give, like hints, you know? Be, be, yeah. Just be like, in all honesty, I am worried. And like, I, I think we should say like, I'm worried, but like, I don't know. Like you're not a doctor. I would be like, Hey, this is how I feel. Like, I know this could come off of like me being an a-hole, but like, is there any possibility we could just like, you know, check it out and, and, and see, like, I'm just worried, you know, I think that's a way more reasonable place to come from than just be like, Hey babe, you want to like go on a diet or something? Like, I don't know. Just like lose a few dozen pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and there is an update for everyone in the comments telling me that you can be overweight and healthy. You're right. But no, you can't be obese and healthy, at least not long-term. 
Heart disease runs in my wife's family, and while your weight might not affect you, being overweight is directly linked to heart disease. I understand weight loss isn't easy. I used to be overweight, but my concern isn't that she's not the same way she looked when we got together. It's that she might not live to see our son become a teenager. So I made a post about five months ago because I couldn't get the past the point of no return with my wife's weight. Now, expectedly, I got called an a-hole and every name in the book for even mentioning it. But I also got some real good feedback and decided before I make any real decision, I would sit her down and let her know how I was truly feeling. Thank, Thank you. you. That's God. what you did do from the beginning. <laughs> because at this point, we had multiple conversations addressing it, but none of them lead anywhere. So after we put my son to sleep, I asked my wife if we could talk for a minute in the kitchen. Now, I'm not going to lie. The conversation was probably the hardest one I've ever had, because despite what everyone believed, I do love my wife. Now, I don't want to get into every detail, but the basis of our conversation was that I needed her to at least try to be healthier. I also think she needed to hear how serious I was about this. And when I told her I was even thinking about separating, I think it really put the nail in the coffin. It's been about five months since then, and I'm proud to say that my wife has lost 35 pounds. That's a lot. Seriously, I'm so proud of her. It's effing ridiculous. The first month was an effing hurdle and a half, but now she's going steady and losing weight at a healthy, moderate rate. Recently, she started exercising with me. In the morning, I usually jog, but since her knees are somewhat shot three days a week, we walk about a mile or two together and talk and listen to music. I know it sounds corny to say, but she even seems happier and her confidence is coming back as well. Well, this was my little update and I wanted to finish thanks to anyone who gave advice on my first post. Awesome. Happy ending. It's great. And I can see how this is like a tough one to have that conversation on. So I'm yeah. glad OP it is it's such a sensitive topic. But like, it is. you know, when you if you actually care about that person's health, which yeah. it seems like he does, like I think it's a, a topic. Sit down, explain yourself and then figure it out from there. Bingo, bingo. Give me half of your inheritance because I'm your brother. We're related. You should we just share give it to me. blood. Yeah. Thus, we should share money. Bingo. Because blood is thicker than gold. Ooh. That sounds like some Game of Thrones show. Right we came from the same sack, so give me a sack of, of money. Cash. When my brother was 16 and I was four, my grandmother set aside a share portfolio for us. So we're talking big money. Them stonks. Stonks, baby. As soon as we were old enough, it was transferred into our own accounts. And it was only four years later that my brother dipped heavily into his to buy a new Honda. Yo, he spent all his inheritance on a freaking Honda. On a Honda, bro. <laughs> Oh, man, that is cringe, bro. <laughs> you gotta love it. Now, I knew about mine for much longer than he did before it became mine, and I watched it grow since I understood what it was. Stocks. <laughs> hey, make those stocks turn into big bucks, man. <sighs> Investing. It's yeah. called Wall Street Bets. That's right. Throw it all into options. Ooh, yep. Leverage those options. Make a billy. Boom. Done. Easy. Yes. Or be in debt at Billy and yeah, yeah, yeah. Go then, 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 but that's okay. Uh, and then go. Then to you jail. just do another. You do it again. Yeah, yeah. Until you're and then out. You get back out. Then you exactly. go back to zero. Exactly. By the time I was given full control, it was already worth a ridiculous amount because a big portion of it was invested in Apple. Wait. So wait. This was he. He bought it four years after. How many years have passed? So here's the thing. They both got their um their portfolios at the same time. OP was four years old and his brother was 16. Oh. So he had 12 more years for it to appreciate to appreciate before he even had access to it. Yo. So that's that's why. 
basically. Wow. And, he, and so and now, now it's present day. Now we're at present day. No, Apple has gone crazy, right? Immensely. For 12 years, bro. Yo. 12 years. And it was years. probably like 40, 50K. It's probably worth hundreds of thousands. Hundreds now. of thousands now. Yeah. And I'm torn on using the funds locked up as they are because my dad drilled it into me to leave them in and grow until I'm 40 or something. Now, I don't talk much with my brother. He said some stupid things to the family over the years, and I didn't really grow up with him. So all I usually hear about is life comes through my dad. But his new girlfriend works in law, and I've received a formal letter from them, both that the investments my grandmother made were designed to be for the both of us, not just me, and that his was only around $15,000. The number is right, but mine was only worth that at the time he spent it too. So the kicker is they want half of the value of my portfolio today. And his girlfriend has informed me if I don't give them access, then the legal fees and fines would eat up my half and I'd be left with nothing. Wow. Can you imagine? Dude, what? Yes. That's so shitty. Yes. I can't believe the girlfriend is like, in on it too oh shit that like she's like ooh, my i mean they definitely don't have a case right because like they each got 15k one of them decided to put in a brand new honda and the other decided to actually keep the investment like what there's literally nothing you can do yeah you both got an equal amount 15k each and then if you spend it it's done yeah it's I, over it's, it's how money works entitled to her half because i kind of want to calculate like how much that is worth really quick said it was majority apple stock I can guess he's 22 now, which means he was born in 2000, got the stocks in 2004. Okay. So what is Apple stock in 2004? 38 cents. Apple stock was 38 cents in 2004. That means you would have 44,117 shares of Apple. And then what is Apple worth right now? $143.75. Yo. (laughs) Okay. That $15,000. That was invested in 2004 is now worth $6.3 million. Oh, oh my yo, God. Yo. Wow. What? That is absolutely insane. I see why the brother's coming after it. He's yeah. like, holy shit, Bro. I fucked up. I have this decrepit have old, old Honda, Honda. And you have $6.4 million. Invest, kids, invest. Oh, wow. my gosh. Wow. <laughs> the dividends alone support a huge part of my life, and they've saved me a few times. I can't imagine. Dude, the I can't imagine the dividends of $6.4 million. If half of that disappeared, it had set me back a few years. It probably from would. What, retirement? It like, probably would, bro. Set you back a few years from what? Having six million instead of three. Dude, I need to invest, bro. Dude, we really need to get on. And that's on why it. you should invest in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, the sponsor. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, your this moment. Is a perfect segment. Now, I know it sounds selfish, but I'm really used to having the extra income to back me up when I've wanted to move. It's your money. <laughs> I've lived in four states by my own choice, and I want to move and take in more before I settle down. If I ever do, how likely is it that they'll win and leave me with nothing? As far as I know, there was no paperwork or will, just my grandmother's word. That sucks. Ooh, that's a that big yikes. Sucks. That's a big that's yikes. Very bad. Because then they can say, well, grandma told me that I can get half of whatever he has. 
boom, what, what can you say? My grandmother set up the bank accounts for my brother and me at the same time when my brother was 19, but she gave mine to my dad and my dad gave me my whole share six years ago. For my share, I have all the logins, the trading accounts and bank accounts that are all in my name and the shares are solely in my name as well. Should I find my own lawyer? And if I need one, what kind do I need? I have an accountant I've used for years, but this doesn't seem like an accounts problem, but a law one. And there's an update. Mostly good news. I worked with my dad and got my own lawyer. I got the timeline of my shares wrong, but it comes out to the same amount. What my brother and I inherited from my grandmother was originally part of my grandfather's portfolio. He was the one that was savvy with money. My grandmother looked after it after he died, and she personally set up my brother's account and gave him control of his portion. She did not do the same with mine before she died. I thought she had already set aside the accounts and given up control before passing. Instead, the shares were in her will, and she left everything to my dad with the instruction that we both receive $15,000 worth, and I get it when I'm old enough to take care of it. And I get my portion when I'm old enough to take care of it. She simply trusted my dad, and my dad did the right thing and set up all the accounts for me and gave me control six years ago. My dad put some of his own shares in there as well for an extra leg up. My dad said he chewed out my brother last year when he asked my dad for money. And dad had supported him several times throughout the years and got to the point where he'd had enough. My brother found out that I still had my investments because my dad used me as an example of how he should handle his money. So dad accidentally ratted him out. And then he started this whole scheme to like come after him. Wow. Crazy. According to all the info my lawyer tells me, I'm in the clear. Woo. Hey, and we won't even get to court because my brother's girlfriend was only a legal secretary. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I say was because the firm she worked for apologized and informed my lawyer she was terminated immediately. <laughs> so not only is it like completely just for nothing, she even got fired. Wow. wow, dude, totally F up your life here. The letter I received from them had edited to put her name in a position higher up than it should have been and some contact info that had been changed. A week after she was fired, my brother visited me begging for money. His girlfriend is in serious debt and took a chance on scamming cash from me and lost. I feel awful rejecting my own brother over and over. And if he hadn't involved his girlfriend needing the amount of money well into five figures, I would have given him some money. The next morning, I found all my tires had been slashed. Screw him. What? I don't feel bad anymore. He, oh my God, this brother sucks. He clearly just like, he doesn't is, care. He doesn't care. He's, he's living a completely irresponsible life and he just, he just is selfish and just yeah, wants what he and wants. And he thinks, and he thinks everyone will pick up the slack. Yeah. I'm still blown away on the Apple stock thing. Yeah, dude. that's invested Apple, man. Absolutely insane. Uh, Nephew dents my car. So I get him arrested while he was at work. Should I put him in prison? I 22 male am the product of an affair. We're starting off hot today. My dad is about 25 five years older than my mom. That's way too much. I felt old when I was hanging out with 18 year olds. So all three of my siblings from him are more than 17 years older than me. I didn't have a relationship with that side of the family for the majority of my childhood, but my dad and my grandparents often send money, holiday cars, birthday gifts, etc. I'm a lot closer to them now, and I have a good relationship with all my siblings, nieces and nephews until this happened. Oh gosh, what happened? I own a 1976 Corvette Stingray. Ooh. Flex, baby. Ooh, 
Anyway, that was gifted to me by my maternal grandpa when I turned 17. I've built this car up from a roller and now it's my most prized possession. I went out of town for two weeks for work and I left my car at my paternal grandparents' garage. I don't like keeping it at my place while I'm away too long because I don't live in the best area. And I've done this since my freshman year of college and there's never been any issues until now. <sighs> we always have to until now. There's always, always an until, until now. now. When I get back in town, I immediately went to my grandparents' house to pick up my car and there was a giant dent and a lot of paint missing on the side of the car. Oh no. I mean, that's, that's pretty bad. and paint. That's dent like, like, like I can understand maybe you dent someone's car, you don't even realize it. Yeah. Right? But, but if you dent and scra scratch paint, like you that know. causes some noise, especially on the old cars. Like that's not like fiberglass, that's metal. That's the thing here. If this, if this was my box with wheels, then I, I honestly, I dent mine all the time and I literally don't <laughs> care. Um, but this is like a really nice car that he spent his entire life working on. Yeah, you know it's I mean? kind of rough, dude. It's like it's like a piece of art. It's like yeah. a Mona Lisa. I asked my grandparents what happened. And like, I'm hard of hearing, Sonny, and I can barely see. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, Obi said, apparently they were confused. When I showed them, they were as shocked as I was. They told me that my nephew, Kevin, 25 male. Oh, the worst age. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old we are. Everyone, everyone who is a 25 and a male, I mean, they deserve to die. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. It just is what it is. Well, I mean, essentially, you're one year away from basically being dead meat because you'll have no health insurance. Exactly. They told me that my nephew, Kevin, 25 male, had been messing around in the garage the previous weekend, but they didn't see him take out the car at all. What do you mean messing around in the garage? So we checked their camera system, and sure enough... Kevin had taken the car. Oh, uh, Kevin. Caught red-handed. I tried to call Kevin, but my number was blocked. So I called my brother and told him. Oh, Kevin knows what he did. Kevin knows what he Kevin's did. Kevin's a dumbass. He blocked ass. him. God. Kevin's a dumbass. Bro. He said he'll ask him about it and recommended to go to a body shop to get an estimate for the repair. When I got the estimate back, there was $3,700 worth of damages on the car. That's a lot. So I told my brother the estimate and he said that that estimate was ridiculous and that the damages weren't that bad. What if he has to replace the whole door? And like, where do you find 1976 doors? They don't grow on trees. I love John's like metaphors for things. One of my favorite metaphors for how he explained Hondas is they're like big Lego sets. Yes. You can just take them out and it's really easy to like replace things. I My, my short story is I uh, ran over like a fence peg and uh, literally my entire bumper was was like this. It was just half skirt or like this. It was just half pulled off. Someone came out yelling at me like, I'm like, bro, your fence stub is fine. My entire <laughs> bumper is off. So anyways, I got back home. I drove home 20 minutes and the bumper was literally sticking out. Like that's how bent it was. Yeah. And then I got home and I looked at it and it's just clips. You just bend it. It's plastic. You bend it back and you just clip it in. And it was, and it was fine. I ha literally have done nothing to it since. And have you noticed it? I haven't noticed your car looks fine. I told my brother either he or Kevin had to pay for it to get it fixed or I would call the police on them. I mean, get him, officers. I gave him three days. Bro, this guy is like from the Godfather or something. Hey, I'll break your you kneecaps. Three days. You got, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. You have 72 hours. I still haven't finished the movie, by the way. I watched, what? I watched half of it Dude, and stopped. Dude, that is terrible. <laughs> It's I love telling best. that to Sam. It's, no, no, but it, it's it's terrible because it's one of the best movies of all time. But I can't talk because I watched half of Rocky and still haven't finished it. 
See? So the three days passed, Sam. Kevin and his dad, they didn't pay. They didn't pay OP. Yo, they didn't hit his ultimatum. They didn't hit the ultimatum. So he shot him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he cut off a horse's head yeah. and put it in his bed. So I filed the police report uh, and I gave the police the videos of Kevin taking my car. Kevin's <laughs> He is because next Kevin was arrested at his workplace. Yo, crazy, right? To arrest him from a car, from car damage. That's way over the top. Yo. For $3,700 of car damage? Come I mean, on. But I, Come on. I mean, yes, that's over the top. But like, I mean, Kevin, Kevin was, is, is it, you know, Kevin was a dick first. But yes. all right. First of all, three days. You get like that. That's like, like a small amount of time. I understand yeah. that for the ultimatum. Yeah. But like try to get in contact with him like a little bit more. Like show up at, like show up at his workplace Give first him and be like, where my money? Yeah. Just be like, like a tire Kevin, iron. 24 hours, 48 hours, you know, give him. Where is it? Yeah. Just like be in his face a little bit yeah. more and then get the police involved after. Yeah. Wow. This is okay. This is crazy. That's insane. And as you might imagine, my brother was pissed that I got his own son arrested. Wow. He's calling me going off about how I ruined Kevin's life over a car and just some simple threats. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> Low key did do that. Yeah. My sisters and dad have been calling and texting me, asking me to just put the family first and drop the charges, but I don't want to. Yeah, I want that 3,700 bucks. Am I the a-hole? I think you went too far. Yeah, I, you went too far. Like, I, I, I don't blame you for doing some sort of ultimatum or whatever, like maybe, okay, calling the police. But like, if I found out that they were gonna arrest him, I would immediately tell the police, okay, it's not that serious. Yeah. So I would at least- and then what the the Kevin's on the lamb from the police? <laughs> I would at least communicate. That's the bare minimum of yeah. what he could do. If that, to be fair, he did communicate. He said, "If you don't do this, <laughs> I am going to call the police." But he didn't say he'd get arrested, though. What happens when you call the police, John? Maybe I'm unfamiliar with like the police law. Yeah, John's never been arrested in his life. But the moral of the story: Kevin's <laughs> life is over. Yeah. Don't like break people's cars. Don't mess with OP, bro. This guy is not playing around. My husband told all his friends that he knows I'm butt ugly, but what he said next made it so much worse. I am an unattractive woman. Oh, damn. Queen, hold your head up high. Objectively, I'm unattractive. I've always been this way, and while I have accustomed myself to it, it nonetheless remains a daily fact that being an ugly woman sucks. I met my husband four years ago, and he is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. He has always and frequently told me, honey, you're beautiful. That's great and somehow it sounded honest without sounding like my mother like someone without an option last night saturday he had a group of friends over to our home they meet several times a month to hang out catch up and play games one two three go he has known most of these guys since high school and i was upstairs in the kitchen preparing them some drinks and snacks when i was able to hear them in the basement and then i began to eavesdrop hmm. which i know was rude but it really wasn't intentional i realized they were talking about me what's going on there a couple of the guys were teasing my husband about me specifically my looks i'm sorry but what kind of friend is that yo and also like she's getting you guys snacks and <laughs> drinks and you're gonna be like yo your wife your wife is ugly <laughs> it's like yo, i invited you to my home we're playing some games you're calling my wife ugly literally girl. get the fuck out they were specifically talking about my looks and i could tell it was supposed to be funny and it was not oh my god there was a point where one of them referred to me as a troll. What? That is, oh, this was already like over the line, but that's, 
Yo. God. God, stop. And my husband blew up. There we go. He started shouting, listen, shut the fuck up. I know that OP Uh is ugly, (sighs) but shut up. Which is tough. He called her ugly. But wait, he redeems himself a little bit. He redeems himself. Okay, okay, let's see. She makes me happy. Does your bimbo of the week do that, Jim? Dave, how long has it been since we hung out that you've bitched about your wife? (laughs) He went on for a while defending me, quote unquote. Yeah. All I could hear ringing through my head is, I know she's ugly. I know she's ugly. I know she's ugly. Again and again and again in my head. And it just broke me. I don't know why. I've always known I'm unattractive. But he isn't supposed to know, too. (laughs) He tells me I'm beautiful so sincerely, so consistently. And I started to believe he thought that. I started to cry and I ran to the shower. No one could hear me. When I came out an hour later, everyone had gone home far earlier than normal. I went to bed and then haven't spoken to him all day today. But I think I've been able to avoid letting him know I'm upset or avoiding him. I know rationally that what he said is true and it's sweet. And that I should be happy that he loves me and not my body, but it doesn't seem to matter. I just want to be pretty. God, I feel so shallow. I've been crying all day. What do I say for him? What do I say to him? Part of me wants to call him a liar, to scream, yell, and cry, while the other part wants to run away and never talk to him again and acknowledge that the greatest man I will ever meet can't find me attractive. Gosh. What do you think she does? Dang. What should he do? What should she do? Plastic surgery like Kylie Jenner. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but I, I've heard there's this like quote where it's like, no woman is unattractive. She's just poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. Um, God, Yo, what, you look at the transformations of of the Jenners. Holy shit. It's crazy. Insane. It's crazy. Especially, especially Kylie. Like her face looks so like different. Kim. I feel like the basic thing was kind of there like her yeah. basic uh but yeah kylie l- literally just a different person like who are you um God, what should she do i think um <laughs> you gotta say yeah you gotta tell husband how you feel that's it yeah that's all you can do yeah that's all you can do and so there is an update oh first off i'd just like to say thanks just wow over the last two days i've had literally hundreds of messages and private yes. messages you guys rock. Thank you. Seriously, look at that thread. That's got to be one of the most best positivity and sweetness to meanness and jerks ratio of all time on Reddit. Like, hey, ever. you guys knocked it out of the park. Let's go. So yesterday, after getting a barrage of support from you guys, I decided to try to confront my husband over what I heard. After we were both home, I told him, hey, we need to talk. Yeah, you do. I told him I'd overheard what his friend said, and he immediately started to apologize for them saying what they were saying, and he was saying they were jerks and assholes, and that I should have told him what I'd heard. Okay, that's that's probably a pretty good response. I had to stop him to let me get a word in, mm. to tell him it wasn't his friend so much as it was what he said. Right. When I told him what he said, his tone changed. I could tell he wasn't expecting to be blamed. I had this whole conversation planned out. I wanted to explain how it made me feel, how I thought he really was attracted to me, and how betrayed it made me feel to hear him say that behind my back. But I just started to cry, and I just couldn't communicate what I really wanted to say. He was awesome, though. He just held me, and then after a minute, started to speak, like he was reading right out of the nicest comments in the original thread, telling me he was angry and didn't speak very well, that he really does find me attractive, even though the world doesn't and his friends don't. 
I calmed down pretty quick. I basically cried myself out the day before. He took me to his computer and showed me an email he sent to all of his friends on Sunday. I wish I could copy paste it now, but he basically called his friends assholes, said they crossed the line from good-natured trash talk to just being assholes, and then continued going far beyond. He said that for an indefinite amount of time, they'd have to find another host, and they were no longer welcome in my home. He actually said, OP, OP's home. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought that would make it sound like I was ordering him around being a bitch, but he said he wanted to emphasize how wrong what they were doing was. Seeing him stand up for me again made me happy, especially seeing him do it without talking bad about me, helping me believe it really was just the heat of the moment and a bad word choice. And this was before he sent it before, before or, he even knew. Right. Before yeah. he knew that she knew. Yeah. Wow. He told me to wait in the room and left, coming back with a folder. He said he was going to give me this for Christmas, but that he'd get me something else. I tried to say no, but he insisted. It was plane tickets and brochures. He set up a trip early January to a spa hotel resort thing in British Columbia, and it was mind blowing. I realized he probably spent like several thousand dollars on it. and We budget pretty thoroughly. And he shouldn't have been able to spend that without me noticing. And I asked where he got the money. And he said he'd been planning this for more than a year and saving all the money assigned to his weekly spending money and collecting where I wouldn't notice change for groceries, etc. What if he said like, oh, that came from my second family's bank account. <laughs> it's my mistress's money. The alternative story. When I say that sometimes I'm not sure I deserve him. Understand that I'm not having a crisis I need help dealing with. He's just amazingly awesome. He's taking me out for dinner. So I have to go. But I'll be on again tonight. Wholesome a wholesome Reddit, Reddit ending. Wow. I was I was waiting for the Blow floor up. to drop out. No, but amazing wow. on the husband to like the fact that he did it before she said anything. Like went after them that hard. I was like, okay, that's you know he really he really means it. It shows that it's actually coming from a really good place. Yes, hundred percent. Neckbeard stalker will not leave me alone, and I can't believe what he said when we were playing chess. Player one is me, Lady Saber, sixteen at the time. I'm finished. They're already done. What? Grew up in Belgium, here in America, on a two-year exchange program. At this time, I'm still new to the country, you know, school, going through a culture shock. I'm heavy in defensing, though. It's been my sport for something like 10 years. And for neckbeards, this seems to make me the katana-wielding milady of their wet dreams. A-plus for the description. Player two is a smooth-cheeked neckbeard. We'll call him Sam Tarly. I'm well Tarly. Fat is all get out, wears cargo shorts, a bazinga shirt, sandals, and yes, the fedora not the fedora he also smells like sweat and old spaghetti sauce and has a really high-pitched nasally voice that sounds like a whiny toddler player three is john uh-oh right, sam I, versus john i just want to say i just want to say i am like these are the names in the actual story yes, i'm not i'm not looking true. these up was, was this listener submitted though this was listener submitted yeah so um, oh yeah also this is recommended by santiago venegas Hey. Shout out Santiago. Uh, he DM'd us on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're, we're pretty reachable on Instagram. That's right. And uh, if you have other stories too, you can throw it in our subreddit. Yeah. We've yeah. been looking at those. Player three is John. He shares half of my courses and is really good at chess. Ooh. Put that pun in my queen. <laughs> Let me ride that horse right into your bishop. Let me polish that bishop. Ooh. You can check my mate. Ooh, yeah, you can mate me in Czech Republic. He's really good at chess and has a southern accent that I could listen to all darn dash damn day. I'm keeping his description limited so that I don't sound like an obsessive biatch. Ooh. 
I met Samuel at chess club. I'm pretty aware that it's a neckbeard spawn point by now, but I go because I like to play chess. Wow. There are some good apples, like John. So I was mostly there to talk to him. Today, however, he's running a bit late and gets upstaged by Samuel. Uh-oh. I'm setting up the board, and the seat across from me is empty. So Samuel asked to play. Yeah, he did. I tried to politely turn him down. like, hey, no, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> Telling him I'm waiting for someone else. Sam replies with, well, I don't see him. And I grind my teeth a little at his whiny bitch boy voice. <laughs> Same. Samuel plops into the chair and he introduces himself with a tip of the fedora. No. I wish I was kidding, but she is not. No. I'm not aware of the neckbeard stereotype at this point. Otherwise, I probably would have lost it right then and there. I play with Samuel, though, rather than excuse myself. And it quickly becomes clear that he's not familiar with most of the special rules in chess. Hmm. He accuses me of cheating on more than one occasion. First, when I make an impossible capture. An impossible. I actually just looked that up. I didn't even know that was a chess move. I do not help play chess, though. It's basically, when you move the pawn to... You can move a pawn two spaces at the beginning, but if there is... I'm not going to explain yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Um, then when I try to castle his queenside, oh, yeah, baby, you can castle, castle my queenside anytime you want. He also tries to castle out of check. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's profoundly annoying, not because of what he's doing. I'm perfectly willing to teach a new player the rules, but because he's certain that he's right about it. Ugh, barf. He reminds me a lot of Michael Scott from The Office, just generally throwing a fit and whining like a child when he's wrong, except more annoying and cringy. Wow. Samwell is trying to make conversation with me. I'm not really sure what about because I can't stand to listen to his voice. Ugh. He's swearing like a sailor, I guess trying to sound edgy. With his voice, he just sounds like another kid on Xbox Live. <laughs> wow. I'm able to tune out his voice to a certain degree, but I'm not able to tune out the food. In the middle of our game, he breaks out this all-you-can-eat buffet of pasta, raviolis, and God knows what else is packaged up in that Tupperware. He just has, like, a, a whole, like, pasta pasta buffet. Just yeah, I mean, he's a big boy. Table. He's got to get those calories. That's on. right. Got to eat. My food etiquette is probably a little uptight compared to most Americans, but this was just obscene. <laughs> he's shoveling it mid-sentence, chewing and smacking with his mouth open, <laughs> spilling stuff all over himself. Oh, God. The food by itself smells like death. <sighs> and his face hole wasn't making things any better. Meat sauce residue moved <laughs> from spoon to face to fingers to chess pieces with alarming speed. Oh, <laughs> we get closer and closer to the end of the game, and Samuel takes longer and longer to move, even when he only has one possible move to make. Enter John, finally. He sees me playing with Samuel and looks a little hurt that he's been upstaged, but he's content to just watch us. I can tell John is put off by the smell, too. John and I get into some small side conversation, and Samuel is eyeing us back and forth. Samuel asks, Is John your boyfriend? Awkward. This is only going to go one of two ways. Yes, we are dating, and you're a third wheel. Or... We aren't dating and awkward. John and I laugh nervously and I tell him no. Chivalry ensues. Why don't you have a boyfriend? Well, I haven't been here for very long. 
Oh, well, when you do, make sure to watch out for those assholes and douchebags at this school who don't know how to treat a real lady. <laughs> for the record, I was already well acquainted with the nice guy mentality. Call it morbid curiosity. But I decided to press the topic with Samuel. Ooh. What do you mean, Samuel? Well, a lot of guys, unlike myself... I feel like it's going into Joker territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys, unlike <laughs> myself, treat women like objects. But women have never been... <laughs> Most women have never been treated like a woman by a good guy. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating this quote by an inch. It's forever etched in my memory like a spaghetti stain on white pants. John is standing to the side and slightly behind Samuel, cocking his head a bit, giving me, is this a guy for real eyes? I can see the train coming down the tracks, so I try to change the subject, but my good, gentle sir cannot neglect to impose upon Milady with his philosophies. Most girls don't realize how beautiful they are, especially without makeup. So they degrade themselves to get attention of guys who don't deserve them anyway. Oh. Like I bet if you don't wear much makeup, you could get a boyfriend and just like that, put a smile on that face. <laughs> it's really devolved into joking. Yeah, I um, love it. I love it. Three tries later, <laughs> he just says, and just like that. But he's like not, trying to snap, but the grease is yeah. too greasy because he can't snap his fingers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went from cringe to rage pretty quickly. I ended up making a stupid mistake, and then the game ended in a stalemate, which he treated like a world champion victory. Oh, my God. There's not quite enough time left to play another game with John, but too much time to leave early. I politely decline a greasy, sweaty handshake with Samwell and stand to talk to John. Samwell, sensing that he is needed in our conversation, hauls himself from the seat. No. There's really one. There's there's really only a narrow lane between the chess tables and the computers. Two people can stand face to face, but three people of normal girth would have trouble. Talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Literally, Samwell slides up next to me. Mouth breathing, sweating, oh. injecting himself into our conversation like a bad batch of heroin. <laughs> I don't quite remember how, but fencing comes up, and Samuel's eyes go big. <gasps> Whoa, you fence? Like with swords? That's so cool. Where do you fence at? I get this question a lot. Much more than you think. Most people don't really know about the sport in the U.S., so this is a pretty harmless way of stimulating conversation. I didn't think much of it and eventually gave him the contact info of the gym I go to. Oh. I doubted he'd ever go past Googling it. At most, maybe he'd give it to someone else. But holy ravioli was I in for a shock because when I went to fencing class the next day, who should I see? But Mr. Neckbeard. No. That's the end. Wow. She has a whole series, actually, of this Neckbeard guy right. following her, but that's the end of part one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they not, like, read stigma the, on the stigma? I maybe they think it's cool. Like, wouldn't they read it and be like, oh, women that's are turned off by it, and let yeah. me do something else to, like, try not to. Yeah. This is so well written, it was way too descriptive. 
Way yeah, too descriptive. I have cancer, but my professor demands I turn on my Zoom camera. Fine, I'll show her something she'll never forget. So there are two important background things to know before the story. Yes. One, I was diagnosed with a rare ovarian cancer at the beginning of this year. I had surgery and some chemo and mostly am recovered now. I still have to go in for frequent testing and occasional monitoring. I'm a private person to the extent that I have dated people for years without telling my parents. So you best believe my coworkers and bosses are unaware of my medical history. Number two, I attend a university that has an ambassador program. Basically, if you have a high enough GPA, you are able to interview for the program. And if you get in, they pay you your tuition during the time you're an ambassador. In exchange, you work five hours a week and work graduation slash other events. I am one of the ambassadors and this is my story. My supervisor for the ambassador program, Miss M, has spent the majority of our time together belittling me. As I sit here about to type about her, I find myself already exasperated, thinking about reliving some of these details. So I will be short sweet for both your sake and mine. She follows every rule to the letter and leaves no room for collaboration or discussion. She's essentially like a freaking robot. Here is your paper. You have written words. Hey, goody do shoes. Take those shoes off. Yeah, that's right. Donate them to Goodwill. Yeah. Let the homeless wear them. That's right. As an example, we use Microsoft Teams for communication and she has us clock in and out in a group of 20 people by saying, I'm here and I'm leaving. So every day you have to scroll through dozens of messages to find anything of import and listen to notification sounds every time someone so much as takes a lunch break. Oh my gosh. I suggest using the time clock function on Teams and there's a time clock function on Teams. Wow. Wow. And even offered to set it up for us, but was told I was deliberately undermining her position. Yeah, you idiot. How dare you have a good idea? Dude, she sounds like Professor Umbridge from Harry Potter. Yeah. Another example is her vehemence when I told her I didn't have any social media to advertise the college. She was certain I was lying and went so far as to ask the other ambassadors to try and find me. That's to be like breaking some kind of code. That's freaking weird. Uh, God. They didn't. There's nothing to find. Crazy concept. I've challenged her a couple of junctures, but ultimately realized I was fighting a losing battle and I'd be better just keeping my head down. Yeah. Fast forward to four days ago, Friday. There's a mandatory virtual event in three days, Monday, where the dean of the college would talk to the ambassadors as well as live stream the event to the college's website and YouTube page. I see. Miss M sent out a message that I will copy and paste here because the information is so dramatic that it makes me chuckle. And I quote, Students must have their cameras on and phones off. Repeat, phones off, cameras on. Like, come on, lady, bold caps or italics. Your email gave me a stroke. I follow up the same day. Miss M, unfortunately, I will be at a doctor's appointment at the time and will be unable to turn my camera on during the event. So not that I have a doctor appointment. And I can't make it. I can't it. make it. I have a doctor's appointment. And I can't turn on my camera. Like OP's already going way above, above and beyond. Yeah. And no response. I send another email to follow up. No response either. The day of the event rolls around and I direct message her through Microsoft Teams. This seems like an ad for Microsoft Teams. Yeah. 10 minutes before. I see that she's seen the message with read receipts and still nothing. What are you doing? Well, the video chat starts and several students join the session with their cameras on. Then the dean joins. He gets halfway through introducing himself and Miss M interrupts him as he takes a brief pause and says, um, excuse me, can we please have all of the students turn their cameras on? All of them. Why? I say nothing but put a quick message I have already typed in anticipation in the group chat saying, and I quote, Miss M, I have a private situation that bars me from turning on my camera. I have contacted you individually. 
Very reasonable. Not but a few seconds after I send it, I get called out by name. No. And I respond audibly, Mrs. M, I cannot turn on my camera at this time. And she responds, the expectations were clear. And you were told multiple times about this. Every other student has managed to do it. And I expect the same from you. One of the cool things about having cancer <laughs> is you become very familiar with the hospital staff. And if you're lucky, they're very fun to talk to. During COVID, my nurses were my tethers to sanity because no one would visit me while I had an inpatient infusions. So I told one of the nurses, Amy, about the situation beforehand. She joked that if I was told to turn my camera on, I should really play up my illness. In any other situation, I would have been entirely opposed, but sweet revenge was in sight and I couldn't resist. Taste it. Mm. When I replay it in my head, I imagine the anime fist-clenching thing when the protagonist resolves to get his revenge. <laughs> I set my laptop back a bit further from myself on my legs so you can see the entirety of me in my hospital regalia. Ooh. Teams will display the person currently talking as the largest image in the chat. Everyone had their audio off except me, the Dean, and Mrs. M. So when I turned my camera on, I was displayed as the EKG loudly thrummed away on max volume thanks to Amy. Silence. Me. I asked Mrs. M through email and Teams if I could opt out of having camera on, but she insisted. Oh. I waited a beat to see if anyone would say anything and then continued with my special vocal blend of melodramatic gratitude and illness-laden shakiness. <sighs> Virtual engagement is so important for this new era of learning. I can see why having on the camera is important, though I was hoping I might be granted an exception <laughs> for my situation. This is amazing. Then the Dean responds, Miss R, you are more than welcome to turn your camera off. I am so sorry for the misunderstanding. Me. Thank you so much for making this special exception for me. It's been a difficult week, but I feel grateful to be here. Then two people leave the call. One was Mrs. M and the other was Anthony, who was Mrs. M's boss. Oh, I haven't heard from either of them yet, but I'm waiting with anticipation to find out what happens next. Damn. Shout out to OP. That That is, that is delicious, delicious, delicious revenge. revenge. I hope Miss M got some reprimanding oh at the God. very least. I don't care if you have a drinking problem. Get out of my wedding. I thought weddings are where drinking problems flourish. Uh, that is typically I think, I where think they flourish. I, I've actually heard that weddings are a safe space for you to get as drunk as heck. <laughs> get off your rocker. Celebrate love with by smooching a bottle of whiskey. Ooh, I have I have a I have a semi wedding story that I will hold, save hold up to the for end. all all you that stick around to the end. Yeah, all of you, all real, you real ones. ones. That's right. Um, so I, 25 female, am getting married. Congrats. Congrats, OP. My fiance, 25 male, and I have decided on dry wedding since we don't drink and see no point in spending money for alcohol. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Makes, Makes sense. sense. There is an expectation, I think, from some folk of mm -hmm. alcohol at weddings. Um, doesn't mean you have to indulge them, though. Uh, yes, it does. You are filthy, <laughs> disgusting human beings. How and I hate dare you. you? You think you're you? so much better than everyone else. You don't drink. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> now we were debating about getting a cash bar, but then decided to do no alcohol at all. Oh, so a cash bar where people have to pay people can if they want to. But I think that would be worse. 
Real, mm. I think I think having a cash bar where people have to pay, like just the, just the feeling of yeah, like you yeah, go yeah. up and you're like, hey, and he's like, that'll be thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does suck. You're right. Yeah, I would be, I, I would, I would punch somebody for sure. Yeah, I would be like, what the hell? Um, there will be a wide range of other drinks, not just juice and soda provided. I love how they're like, we'll we'll have more than juice and soda. I'm like, what else? What else? Hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah, name it. Uh, I, horchata. Wanna, I, I would love hot chocolate. <laughs> That'd be great. You better spend it, like an equal amount then on, yeah, on, on crazy craziest. drinks. Like Peruvian star fruit juice. Yeah, or I like guava yerba mate there we go. fermented kombucha. Now we're talking. Um, we informed guests via invitations with something the with something along the lines of you don't have to be worried about choosing a driver or paying a taxi since everyone will be able to drive. It's kind of funny. It's funny. Um, yeah, yeah. So a friend, 26 male, called me and asked if I was joking about doing the dry wedding. Are you kidding me? Uh, it- I'm a frat star, bro. Uh, and I need that alcohol to get my frat star energy uh, to make sure this party is moving. Yeah. Um, I said I wasn't joking. He asked two more times and I still said, I ain't joking. Then he asked, what was wrong with me and how is he supposed to have fun without any drinks and how is he supposed to function that night? Yo, sounds like you got a problem, mate. <laughs> how am I supposed to function that night? Um, and he added that it was not okay to choose a dry wedding. Yo, it's Bad. their wedding. They can do whatever they want. Bad. Yeah. And if it really means so much for you, get one of those, you know, you know, those tiny bottles. What are oh, those dude. called? Shooters? Flask. No, no, not the flask. Like oh, the tiny little. People call them. Nipples they call them flask nipples. I've recently learned that some what? people call them that. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Yeah, I know. Bring some nipples with <laughs> you then. I'm not I got two it. for you right dude. here. Uh, Touch those areolas. <laughs> oh, my. Now, this is where I might have been the a-hole. I told him that I was not obligated to provide any drinks to him just because he's not able to have fun without it. And that if he needed drinks so badly and cannot function without it for even one night with people he knew, then he might have a drinking problem and should consider therapy to treat it. Yo, that's a catch 22 kind of setup right there. It it's really like, is. hey, either you're you have a drinking problem or suck it up. Ba, ba, ba. Shots have been fired in both directions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he flipped out on me and I took his invitation back until he apologized because he used many slurs on me. Jeez, what kind of this friend? What is this friendship? This is a bad friendship, dude. Oh my goodness. Slurs. Dude, our friends are divided about me being the a-hole. Some say I was right, and others say I was not right. So Reddit, am I the a-hole? I want to hear what you guys think too, but like OP is definitely in the right. I would say (laughs) it depends on how the guy delivered, Mm -hmm. the 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 friend delivered what he's saying he's an asshole for sure because it's it's their wedding yeah so they can do what they yeah, want op gets to control whatever they want to do yeah and it probably sounds like he has a drinking problem props to op for pointing out a the problem so the friend could possibly find the solution yeah i called the police on my fiance she's furious and now i think she's cheating on me maybe she's mad because when the police officers came in she realized she was cheating 
with the police officer. I'm so sorry, officer. Don't. Don't do it. Please. Don't tie me up against the bed. Officer, I've been a bad girl. Last night, my 35 male fiance, 38 female, left in the evening to give a friend's son a ride back to his home. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sounds like she's cheating. Yeah. With a friend's son. <laughs> uh, what? She implied she'd be home before nine because she left around 7.45 p.m. How, how much time do you need to pick up someone? time do you need show me the distance show me the google maps yeah there we go get give me the eta yeah i want to see that i want to see where it's located mm -hmm. i want pictures with the kid yep so here's the thing 10 15 rolls around she was supposed to come home by nine 10 15 rolled around and she still wasn't home it's not good that's like many hours past well, she was supposed to be home at nine. So an hour, an hour and 15. Okay. Okay. An hour okay, 15. okay. She left at 745. Um, now I texted and she apologized to me saying her friend's son was actually in the next town over maybe 30 minutes away. And now she was coming home. Suspicious. Mm -hmm. Now 1145 rolls around and she still hasn't come home. So I called her to no answer. Suspicious. Why ain't you picking up your phone? I texted her. No response. At this point, I was getting very upset. Urgh. 1230 rolls around. And Yo, she's not back by 1230. <laughs> Three and a half hours late. My God. From dropping a friend off. Like, it's not like it was like, oh, I'm going to some event or something. No, yeah. no. You're dropping. So there's a d defined point of, of you're done. Also, like, give updates if you say you're going to be back at a certain time. Truly, like, 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 oh, 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 oh gosh, I got huge crash or whatever. I'm stuck yeah. in like two hours. Here's my new ETA. I mean, it's it's very easy to give updates unless you're occupied mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. using them hands for something else. Mm, Baking cookies. <laughs> Could you imagine if she like went to some like um you know, five-star gourmet kitchen to bit to like surprise him with like a birthday yeah, cake yeah. or like something like that. She's actually about to propose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double yeah. propose. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's just planning fiance. out all of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um 12 30 rolls around and still no response. No answer to the phone call. I'm angry. 130 rolls around, and my anger has completely transformed into worry. Not answering my calls and my texts are not being read. Yeah, dude. I would, you know, you're like. Dude, is everything okay? It's yeah. weird that like, you know, four over four hours later, I'm getting nothing. Yeah, come um, on. In the night. In the night. Around 1.45 in the morning, I called the police. I've always heard that the first 24 hours of someone being missing is the most important, so I didn't want to delay. I asked them to let me know if there had been any traffic accidents involving her exact car, and the operator told me that they would put out the word and send some cops to check along the route that she would tr be traveling. The first 24. So, but like, you can't actually call it a missing person until 48 hours, right? I, 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 24 is what I've heard. You can call someone a missing person after 24 hours? That's what I heard from the film Bridesmaids, which I recently really? watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that may or may not be the most accurate source of information. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's consult the internet here. It just said, uh, oh, wait, a common, a common misconception is that a person must be absent for at least 24 hours before legally classified as missing. 
12 hours <laughs> 48 if you feel that it, it just says to do it as soon as possible so i guess there, there there's no okay you can do so whatever. it's a misconception that you have to wait 24 hours yeah, basically yeah. yeah i called all the hospitals in the area to check if she had been checked in and i waited outside watching the road for her car for three more hours good god what, it's like 3 a.m now yeah, yeah literally like 3 Yo. 4 a.m in the morning she hasn't updated him at all nothing Partially because I didn't want the kids to hear me on the phone with hospitals. Oh, they have kids. They have that makes Fuck. it a lot worse. That makes it oh, a lot worse. Damn, bro. And secondly, because I was sick with worry. At 7 a.m. in the morning, after dropping off a friend one town over, at she left 12 hours. It took her 12 hours. Bro, she went across state lines to, to deliver. Like the military must have called. Like, like Joe Biden is like, "Ma'am, we need your son delivered to this military base three, <laughs> two states over, pronto." She's like, "I'm on it, stat. <laughs> You're the only one." She on has like the Earth red phone in the yeah, 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 yeah. It like comes out of like a secret closet. Yeah, we need you right now. Yeah, it's me, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> uh, but I'm awake tonight, ma'am. <laughs> um, so at 7 a.m., she comes home. She apologized for being out and said she had no excuse. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Just say what happened. Seriously. You don't have an excuse, but you got to tell me what happened. She was driving home and she felt tired as if she was falling asleep at the wheel. So she said she pulled over to the side of the road to sleep. Is that all you're doing? A long ass sleep. When she did that, she found that her brand new phone had conveniently stopped working. Nice. <laughs> your face your face i also it's love how like op moment. doesn't believe it he's like brand new phone stop working yeah she says she napped anyway because it was a responsible thing to do and then came home at 7 a.m to bring the kids to school and then get to work on time huh why wouldn't she call him unless this brand new phone is so broken maybe it was just that I immediately called the police and told them that she had come home safely and gave them the case number and told them to stop searching, which they did. My fiance brought the kids to school and left for work. I set out to start cleaning. Clean distresses me sometimes. And I got a call from the policeman asking where she worked. I told him and I asked why. And I was informed that it was policy to check on the person's wellness after a missing person is found. I asked them not to go by her work, but to give her a call instead. He said he couldn't make any promises. Really? That's, you have to do that? Yeah. That sucks. Why, why would you have to go to their place of work? That seems like yeah, pretty yeah. disruptive. I see. Yeah. I see like a check-in period. Like, okay, yeah. that's a good like standard policy. Like, hey, it's policy. Like, it's good. Yeah. Um, my fiance is relatively new to her job. A police officer. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> yeah. A police officer showed up and asked to speak with her. Really? Excuse me, little lady. Come over here. I'm looking for Darlene XYZ. Like they must know how bad that looks for especially for someone who's like like is that is that true? That's is that really what happens? I I guess. I don't know. Like why can't they I guess they can't check up on home in case like, you know. That's actually even better. Because like, then if, if the person like, what like, if there's like domestic violence kind of thing? 
I don't know. Yeah, that's that is because I, I do see a check in. Yeah, because the person like, like, oh, it makes she's fine. sense, but it could be. It, I just it's just man. That's yeah. really disruptive. Yeah. Um, she is now enraged at me for calling the police and sending a cop to her work and making her look bad. She's, I mean, like, all right, let's let's pretend for bad. a second that she wasn't cheating. Yeah. And everything she said was true. Mm-hmm. But like. I would understand being mad like, like that. That would make sense. I would. I would probably be mad about that. Where yeah, where it'd be like, bro, you sent a cop to my work. Like I just started this job. I'm trying to like make you a know, good impression. Make a good impression on Joey the boss and exactly and, and Jay and and all. And Ruth. or maybe she's making too good of an impression on Joey the boss. Mm, she's making the best. And maybe Joey the boss is making an impression in her. Mm-hmm. I would say it, but I won't. <laughs> Um, she is saying I overreacted and that she wasn't missing and I was punishing her for doing the responsible thing and not driving while drowsy. Hmm. You know what's uh, responsible? Not boinking a stranger when your children are waiting at home. Um, She is saying that she's never going to leave the house again ever except for work because she is so afraid I'm going to call the cops on her again. So I mean, good outcome. No, doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to worry. No, she has, yeah, she has no choice. So did I overreact? She, should I have waited two days like she suggested? I mean, two days is a long time. Yeah. Like I, I, I would probably text them a couple times and then maybe that following night, then I would be probably pretty worried. Yeah. Yeah. The fall. Yeah. Once it reaches the next night, I would give her a bunch of calls, but there is a very interesting comment. Uh, no, her whole story is a big fat lie. She told you she would be home by nine but somehow was wrong about where the kid lived? Did she not know the town beforehand? Did she start driving 30 minutes in and then the kid goes, oh, no way, I live here, not there. That part of the story doesn't even make any sense. So she ended up changing the time. Then she got tired and pulled over to nap on the side of the road. You do realize that if the police were sent to her route, looking for her on the roads she claimed she would be on, then she would be napping in her car on the side of that road and they would have found her, right? Like they had the description of, of, their, of her car because he mentioned it for the accidents and the exact roads. That's they see, went to the roads. So the, the, fir- the first point in the case, like I More actually feasible. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with where it's like yesterday, my friend was picking up some audio equipment and he accidentally drove to a different address. And once he got there, he realized it wasn't the address. He's like, yeah. Oh dude, I'm going to be late. I'm, you know, that, I went to the wrong address. that that happens. I find that fairly believable. The pulling to the side of the road thing uh, for like hours, hours. Like I, even if my phone is acting funky, I would call my, my partner and be like, call someone, something. Yeah. Do do something like yeah. And then her new phone just happened to be not working, despite the fact that simply does not happen. And even if it was working properly, she still could have called nine one one. That's not even mentioning the fact that I don't know a single woman, myself included, who would pull over on the side of the road and just sleep in her car with no phone. It seems a little suspect. I like. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, it yeah, seems yeah. Like, let us know what. Yeah, you think. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm like I'm inclined to think it's suspicious. The seven hours thing yeah a little suspicious yeah does she start like leaving more often yeah does she start spending nights other places so either way either way that's she's spending like at least five hours just sleeping in her car strange strange my own parents disowned my children and now i'm getting revenge 
what did the children do? I'm like, like you know, what what is worthy of being disowned? You know, you spilt your juice on grandma's special chair. So now you're just It was a the special family. chair. It was, it was from the 1800s. It was in it was the family. Grandma. Generations. You dropped one of my vintage plates. Mm. I don't even know if plates are vintage, but they, China. I, I, I think the kids stopped listening to Andrew Tate and grandma is a big Tate taint. Whoa. Mm. That is a plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> That's a Reddit story I would read. Um, I, 32 female, have been with my wife, Ava, 34 female, for eight years now, but we've been married for five. She was a single mom of three kids when we started dating. She had two daughters, now 10 and 12, and a son, now 16. Okay. Now, I've watched these kids grow up. I read them bedtime stories, do bath time, first day of school, PTA meetings, all of it. But is she doing bedtime stories with the voices? That's important. You know, I, I think if you don't do the voices... You're you, basically not reading the story. You're not. And you're basically not family. You're not family. Grounds for disowned. Disowned. <laughs> It's in the contract, <laughs> the family contract. Um, now, I very much consider them to be my kids, and they've been calling me mom for almost six years. It's a long time. Now, my brother, I hey, been, you know, when when the when the girl you're dating calls you daddy for at least six months, that means something. Hello. So if the kids call you mommy for six years. That means something too. Means that jump more. though. <laughs> if if you <laughs> if if you're yeah, you said it. You called me daddy you for long enough, babe. We're family. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> need need to be marked as a dependent on my taxes. Ooh, yeah. Depend oh, yeah. on me, baby. Um, my brother Ivan, 28 male, just had a baby girl with his fiance, Sarah, 27 female. I love my niece and my kids adore their cousin. My kids have been the only grandchildren of the family since Ava and I got together. And there's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like they don't belong. My brother is their uncle. My mom and dad are their Nana and Pop. The kids see my family as their family. And I always thought they felt the same way. Okay, so I thought like everything was good. But maybe not. Maybe they want to sacrifice them like in 300. Yes. Have you, are you strong enough? Or like the Aztecs, I want your heart. You know, <laughs> that was another great impression of the session. The heartbeat. I never would have predicted that one. Um, the kids and I were over at my brother's house, just hanging out. And my parents ended up dropping by with some gifts for my niece, for my new baby niece. Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told our mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mom said, since my niece was their first grandchild, of course they would spoil her. Curious, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you're debating, yeah? I mean, just the way, the way it's said, though, is kind of wild. First grandchild by blood, though. Yeah, by blood. But it's like, would you say it like, like if these kids have been in the family for six years, basically? Like, yeah, I guess it's weird. I don't know. Sam is pro grandparents on this one. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pro, pro. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like a huge, like, slight to me. Yeah. Yeah. At least at this point. Well, we'll see how it goes down. Yeah. Um, my kids and I were sitting in the living room and all of us, including my youngest daughter, looked hurt when she realized what my mom had said. 
My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell that it bothered the both of them too. Sarah spoke up and said, Oh, you mean first grandbaby. Oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. But then my dad shook his head and replied that my niece was their true first grandchild. Okay, that's... That's true a, that, the true first i mean i think that's a that's crossing the line yeah yeah um it's like a kid yeah you know? yeah also also with them in the room too yeah that's why it's like i don't know about you but this this, this is yeah. blood baby um it's a blood baby blood baby i didn't want my kids to listen to any more of this so i handed my son the keys and told him to wait in the car with his sisters when they were gone i asked my parents why the hell they said my kids were not their grandchildren? Yeah. Good question. Good question. Um, and my mom replied that they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. <laughs> Would you say that about an adopted kid? That's what I'm saying. Like if someone is adopted, it's like, oh, oh that's my kid. It's not like, oh, oh that's my adopted guardian if I, I, yeah, tiny human. Are, are they, did OP adopt the kids? I believe, I don't know a hundred percent if they're officially, like legally adopted, but definitely like they've been I'm calling sure her like, mom for six years. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Um, my wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house. I told my parents if they didn't view my kids as family, then they could just host a meal at their own house where their real family could spend a holiday with them. Yo, mm. damn ultimatum. Yeah. About to get stuff like this turkey granny that came out the wrong way. <laughs> I left before they could say anything else to me. And my wife and I reiterated to the children that they will always be my kids and I will always be their mom regardless of DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks I reacted too harshly and that I should try to see where my parents are coming from. Where are they coming from? I'm okay with yeah. them saying, oh, it's our first like, yo, grandchild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, or, or grandbaby or whatever. Right. But like when the kid says, oh, you mean grandbaby? They're like, oh, sorry. That's what we meant. That's what you say. You don't yes. double down and be like, you're like, not our kid. Yeah. Yeah. You're not family. You're just yeah. a. Like, I understand, like, the slip of the tongue or whatever. Yeah. You're just a meat bag that shows up to my house. <laughs> my mom texted me saying that she and my dad love the kids, but they still aren't their grandchildren. And she hopes that we could come to understand because she doesn't want to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. <laughs> I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that I might be reacting too harshly. Am I the a-hole? No, I don't. I don't think OP's the a-hole. Yeah. I think I like honest mistake with like, oh, our first grandchild, the double down and the quadruple down yeah, does they, not make they sense. They keep doing it, yeah. which is like the crazy part. L literally like what? Yeah. I don't know. 